after you leave a narcissist, there's like this time and this moment where you get past the chaos, you get past the insanity, the abuse that you had to go through, you get past all that. And all of a sudden there's like calm. And at first that calm seems really disconcerting. That calm seems really weird. That calm seems really different because you've been running off of high adrenaline, high stress, high um, safety mode of like, what's going on? What do I need to do? walking on eggshells, all this type of stuff, and you get to the place where all of a sudden it's calm. And that calm can do two things. It can help you get to a place of peace, which is awesome, but that calm can also confuse you. That calm can start to make you think and feel like, wait a second, like I'm actually missing that person. I'm missing the interactions. I'm missing the engagement. I'm missing the connection. I'm missing all these different aspects about that person. Like I don't feel right because life is not how it used to be. Because when we're in an abusive relationship, when we're in a narcissistic abusive relationship, a relationship with a toxic person, it gets to be to a place where it feels like a drug. It feels like you're addicted to that person. That's how people come out of those relationships with trauma bonds, with the idea of like Stockholm syndrome, where they want to go back to their abuser, where they want to go back to the person that treated them the worst that they've ever been treated in their life. And they want to do that consistently. They want to go back to that person. And oftentimes it's because it gets so convoluted, so confused in their mind, so confused in the relationship of what's going on because you have someone who is abusing you and then telling you that they love you. You've got someone who's treating you awful and then saying, I care about you. I want us to stay together. I want us to work on this. You've got someone who's bringing you flowers and then going out and sleeping with someone else. It goes back and forth all the time. And it seems so crazy at times, the highs and the lows that come from this, that you end up getting to a place after the relationship, after you've broken up, after they've discarded, whatever it might be, you're separated from that toxic person. And then you start thinking, maybe it was me. And sometimes a lot of time, uh, sometimes people have the feelings of guilt, of guilt that they left that person of guilt that they stopped trying. And they'll start thinking in the back of my head, in the back of their heads, like, what could I have done differently? Like, maybe I didn't love them correctly. Like, maybe I should have talked to her differently. Maybe I could have respected him more. Maybe I could have been more supportive of her venture. You start seeing more and more thoughts that start to plague in your head, especially if you ever see anything of the narcissist you know, on social media, of flying monkeys, of different people that are telling you different things, especially if you see that. So that's why I say block, go no contact, ghost, because you don't need that in your life. It's not helpful. But when you're in that state, you start thinking, maybe there's something I could have done better. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe it wasn't them. Maybe it was me. And oftentimes that'll put you in a state or a place of weakness where you'll end up reaching back out to that person to apologize, to get closure, to give closure, whatever it might be. And as soon as you do that, they throw out the hook and they start reeling you back in. Piece by piece. You know your narcissist, you know your toxic person, you know a lot of this is true because I've had people that I've sat across from that have talked to me and have said they are amazing at how they communicate. They just twisted words and manipulated me back in every single time. 
and they'll try to stay away. They'll try to stay no contact. And then the narcissist texts them, text them something and they have to respond because it just gets their goat. And they're like, oh, I got to respond. They respond, boom, back with them. They reach out to get closure, boom, back with them. That's how they do it. They manipulate, they control, they pull, they twist every single thing that you do till you get to the place that when you're out of that relationship, you start to feel that peace and then you're like, you start to feel that calm and you're like, wait a second, like, I need that back. I need that validation. I need that love because that's what you attributed it to for such a long period of time because of the abuse, because of the fact that that person hit you and then said, I love you. And over a period of time, that starts to feel like love because that's the only time you get attention or affection from that person. It takes time. It takes time to get out of that relationship, to go no contact, to ghost, and that calm will come. And as you wait through the confusion, you will get to this place of peace. You will get to the place where you start to work on yourself. You stop going back to that relationship. You stop romanticizing the highs. You start realizing the lows and you start bringing those to meet in the middle to actually say, hey, this is who that person was. And now I am free to be out of that relationship and to grow myself to be the best version possible because I no longer have this person pulling me down, controlling me, manipulating me, changing my emotions, my perspective, everything like that. Now you can live free. But that's hard to do. It's not easy to get out of that relationship, to break that bond, to break those lies and get to the place where you can see healing and hope for yourself. That's why I encourage people, if you if you got out of a narcissistic relationship, go no contact. You can't see their social media. You can't see other people that are good friends with them, that are reporting back to them. You have to cut a lot of people, a lot of things out of your life for your safety and for your growth. Otherwise, they will mess with your minds. They will come back. They will try to manipulate. You need to go stay no contact and focus on your growth. If they're ever going to come back, if you're always in your mind of like, oh, maybe my narcissist is going to change. Maybe they're going to get better. Maybe this will be the next time. If they're ever going to get better, they need to get better without you. They can't get better coming back to the relationship and without having the honesty and the vulnerability of who they are. Because the majority of the time, they'll try to come back, not for the purpose of getting better. They'll tell you that, but they won't put in the work. People oftentimes ask me, how do you know a narcissist is actually changing? How do you know that it's actually going to work this time? How do you know that they want to get real? They're going to make effort. They're going to schedule the therapy themselves. They're going to go to therapy and not just to go to therapy to learn and not just to go to therapy to manipulate, but go to therapy to change. So you want to know what's going to make the difference between a fake narcissist changing and a real narcissist changing? Honest vulnerability and consistent change. There has to be growth. There has to be progression. Because you've seen it time and time in your relationship and other toxic relationships. They'll say they want to change and then it lasts for a day. They'll say, hey, I'm going to call a therapist and then they never do. They'll say things after things after things. But the truth to it is what is the follow-up action? What are the facts that support it? How did they show up? How did they show that they were working to change consistently and constantly to grow themselves, to grow the relationship, whatever it might be, has to have honest vulnerability, consistent change to get anywhere. Most of the time, they're not willing to do that. 
If you like what you saw here, if you want to interact more, would love to talk to you. Reach out to me, rawmotivations.com. I've got one-on-ones on there. I meet with people, whether you come across with narcissistic traits and you want to talk through those so we can get you into counseling, get you to stop lying, get you to try to focus on healing and growth, or whether you're stuck in a relationship or just getting out of a narcissistic relationship and you're like, how do I get rid of these lies? I don't understand. I can't wrap my mind around what's been going on. How do I find that healing and growth? Would love to talk to you as well. Rawmotivations.com. Follow me on social media. We got TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Also, if you listen on podcasts, we got Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. Thanks so much. Um, Check out Raw Motivations for different things coming. We've got the NARC app that's going to be coming here. Um, Slowly releasing it uh, right now in different stages. But yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it.